Yo, 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 Big D, we're back. It's 2023. We're back with our first uh, Big D podcast of the new year. Before I bring in Alice, please subscribe, like, and share the Swunky Threatened Sports YouTube page. See all my content. Dalton Parrots are with uh, the Maul Hammer and the Bills. Here he's doing, he's getting better. So hopefully uh, the docs in Cincinnati can get on and on. Uh, and uh, Damal Hamlin's amazing recovery is uh, continuing. Uh, his charity uh, is gone bananas. So if you uh, want to donate, please donate. Also, check out the uh, Big D podcast for all your audio listeners on Spotify and Apple. So uh, joining me this weekend, the most nervous Miami Dolphin fan I know. Hmm, I wonder who. I wonder who that could be. Oh, it's Skylar Thompson. Oh, it must be because Skylar Thompson's under center this weekend. Alex? Yeah, Dylan, it's been uh, quite a quite a stretch on the second half of this NFL season. But uh, first of all, happy to be back. Welcome uh, to 2023, everyone. Welcome to the Big D podcast on Spunky Spectrum Sports. It's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, glad to be back. Got back from a bit of a chilly vacation, but uh, happy to be back here uh, talking talking football with you. Come on, the only come on, the only the only birds you didn't see in, <clears throat> in the northeast were the ones on the D D two the mighty ducks. <laughs> How do you know I didn't watch that on the plane? Don't know, but yeah, it um you know I don't think I don't think, I don't think uh Gordon Gordon Bombay would have been on the uh, Jet Blue flight coming home. <laughs> Not so much, but uh you know unfortunately. Had a nice little trip, saw the Winter Classic. Uh, unfortunately, the Penguins couldn't pull it out. Another heartbreaker, just as the Penguins are used to. But uh, it was still an absolute blast to be at Fenway Park watching some Bruins-Penguins. So uh, definitely had a good trip. But uh, I'm, it's nice to be back in a T-shirt and uh, short weather for sure. Yeah, so uh, you think this is week 18, Alex. So uh, so what are your favorite week 17 slash week 18 memories? Week 17 slash week 18. I will never forget. I, I, I don't. Well, actually, it should be pretty easy to pull out the year. It was either 2008 or 2012. Um, I was up in um, New England. I was up in, in Rhode Island with my family, actually, coincidentally. And uh, the Miami Dolphins played the New York Jets, and uh, the Dolphins had to win to make the playoffs. And uh, it was either 2008 or 2012. I know that because of the those are the only two seasons that we made the playoffs in my recent history, uh, in my recent memory. I believe it was 2008, and uh, I watched that with a bunch of family members. And I know we had a pick six in that game that I was going crazy for, and. Uh, you know, just watching the Miami Dolphins finally, and I mean, in that 2008 season, it was really, as a football fan, the first time I got to see the Dolphins go to the playoffs. So uh, definitely uh, a memory I will never forget, watching uh, the Dolphins beat a division rival and, and go to the playoffs really for the first time in my life that I that I can remember. So uh, definitely when I think uh, last week of the season, memorable, memorable games, that's something that definitely comes to mind for sure. Well, I've got a few up my list, and one involves your Miami Dolphins. Do you remember? I think it was twenty the twenty nineteen season when Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins beat Tom Brady and the Pats in Foxville. And I remember, I think it was Kevin Hall Holland did the 
Charger Chief game, and <laughs> Rich Gannon said to him, "What game are you doing?" And he said, "I'm doing both games." When he, when uh, Fist Magic threw a touchdown pass to Mike Kosicki with like twenty something seconds left in the game. Of course, I mean, there's, I you know, it's it's always nice to stick it to the New England Patriots one way or another, and taking that home field advantage away from them was uh. And that was that was Brady's last year in New England. Yep. Yep. So, because I, because if New England won that game, the Kansas City would have played the next week. New England would have gotten a bye, and instead, New England played Tennessee, and we know what happened then. Yeah, it lost. It was always great beating Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Typically, it happened in Miami, but uh, yeah, absolutely, it's a great memory. I mean, being able to to beat Tom Brady and and the New England. Pitches. We didn't have anything to play for. There was nothing that we uh, were going to be able to gain from that other than a worse draft pick. But um, of course, I mean, being able to any anytime you get the chance to beat Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, especially when they're together on the New England Patriots, it's something that you're never going to forget. So and, uh, and, how about, there was incredible. and how about last year when they were like 15 overtime games and you could think one team in particular particular for starting off the mess because they're not for one of our teams, uh, there wouldn't have been any drum for that final AMC wildcard spot. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always talk about December football and there's nothing. I mean, obviously the playoffs, you, you start getting into January football and the Super Bowl typically first week of February. But man, that December football, when you've got, when you've got, you know that these are the games that matter. You want to get, you got to get to the playoffs before you can get to the Super Bowl. You got to get to the playoffs before you can win a playoff game. And just the amount of strategy, the amount of who's resting players, the amount of who needs this to happen. I know every football fan, every diehard football fan has used the the ESPN playoff scenario uh, calculator one time or another to see, well, if, if, if this team beats this team and my team beats this team, but this team loses this team, who gets this, who gets the playoff spot? I mean, it's, it's something that, that it, you know, it's, you know, that, the prime time level of football is coming when it gets to December. So anytime, anytime we get that week 17 or week 18, in this case, it's, uh, you know, there's going to be storylines, you know, it's going to be exciting and it's, it's do or die at this point of the year. But speaking of week 18, let's get into it. Um, you know, both of our teams have some very important matchups this week. Uh, let's lead off with you. Uh, well, only one of our teams has a chance to win their division this week. Uh, so we will lead off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I have to know, Dylan, obviously, I mean, I think I know your opinion here, but can the Jacksonville Jaguars win the AFC South? What do you think? I am shaking in my boots for the morning. I <laughs> because for once, the Jags have got a lot of pressure on them. Tennessee dealt with a lot of pressure early in the year, but now it's switched because the Titans have, I mean, people talk about Miami's, Collapse. Well, Tennessee's collapse might be even bigger. I mean, I don't remember the last time Tennessee won a won a game, but the Titans scared the crap out of me because this is the kind of game Tennessee plays well in. Let's see who have the. Let's see who have the. Who has given me more pains in the neck than any running back the past five years? Past five years, I think you're. I think the history of your NFL fandom, Dylan. I mean, I can't think of a running back. Stop. Trust me. If Derrick Henry was in my division, I would not sleep at night. So I don't know how you do it, but 
you know, um, obviously it's. I haven't been sleeping. (laughs) But um, I'm scared what Derrick Henry can do because he's taking defenders, he's taking cornerbacks, safeties, linebackers, D linemen. I'm afraid what he's doing. I know everybody's saying, but Josh Allen's starting to understand. Let me tell you this. Josh Allen's a lot better than Malik Willis. Yeah. Did you say Josh Allen? I think you meant Joshua Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs. He played at Tennessee. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, the Ryan Tannehill going down. I mean, I was a big fan of Malik Willis coming into the season. I kind of expected a little, obviously, I mean, it's hard not to expect better from what we've seen from Malik Willis. I think uh, the Tennessee coaching staff has, and, and the Tennessee fans in general have pretty much agreed that, that Malik Willis, at least at this time. And I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily mean anything for his career long-term, but at least at this moment, I don't think, and I think uh, the Tennessee coaching staff and Tennessee fans, like I said, um, are not ready to put Malik Willis in this in this pressure situation. Josh Dobbs, uh, uh, he's he's had a long career. He's a he's a veteran of the NFL. We backed up Ben Roethlisberger for quite some time over there in Pittsburgh. He is a guy who, if you have to pick between the available quarterbacks in Tennessee, I think it's a, it's obviously I think the smart call. Malik Willis just has not looked NFL ready yet. I think he needs some more time just to develop and learn the speed of the NFL and really be able to to make that transition from college to the NFL. But, you know, I I have to say, if I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, whether it's Josh Jobs, whether it's Malik Willis, I mean, I think Josh Jobs is a better option than Malik Willis, but you just got to worry about Derrick Henry. I don't think Josh Dobbs can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. I think Derrick Henry can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend, but I don't think Josh Dobbs can beat the Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. Jaguars, I was high on them. Obviously, they've had a very up and down season sitting at eight and eight. But, um, you know, it's a game that I think the Jaguars can win. I honestly think it's a game the Jaguars should win. If you if you you can't take away Derrick Henry, but if you can contain him to a point where he doesn't run for 200 yards, he doesn't score two touchdowns. Make Josh Dobbs beat you. I don't think he can. I think the Jaguars have enough talent. I think they have good coaching, and I think they have they're they're going to be able to put a game plan together to where they can match up as best as they can against that that very terrifying man in that Tennessee backfield. But um, you know, I I know you're nervous. Trust me, I'm nervous for Sunday. We'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, I I would I'm feeling okay if I'm a Jaguars fan. You're in Florida. You got that home field advantage. You got Duval behind you. And, uh, you know, you just got to step up. It, it, it's winner go home. It's everything that these players have, have lived for and dreamed for. And uh, I, I think if, if I had to put my money on it, I would put it on Jacksonville. I think you guys pulled it off this week. Here's what I'm worried about with the Jags. We've been, we've been the hunter most of the year. Now we're the hunter. And, yeah, you may think Jacksonville's got a lot of talent, but how many of these guys have played big-time playoff games? Yeah. Not the head coach. I mean, won a Super Bowl for sake, but I respect my favorite. I think he's one of the three or four best coaches in football. And Tennessee has found ways of winning ugly, low-scoring games for years. I mean, look at this year when they almost beat Mahomes and the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Right. And you have a point there, but you look a month ago, and the Jacksonville Jaguars put 36 points on this Tennessee Titans team. I mean... You know, it's it's 
Trevor Lawrence, you have to have faith in your quarterback. You're t- I mean, if if I'm a Jaguars fan, you saw what happened last season. Last season was a complete bust. You don't put any of that towards Trevor Lawrence. You put it all on Urban Meyer. And you look at what Trevor Lawrence has done this season. He is a winner. Trevor Lawrence never lost a game until he joined the Jacksonville Jaguars. And now this is his opportunity. He's done it in big games. He's He's had the pressure. It really comes down to Trevor Lawrence controlling this game you're not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry like I said you just have to contain him as best as you can but I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over Josh Dobbs this week all right speaking of quarterbacks Alex uh, how about the greatest week 18 quarterback matchup in NFL history no it's not Joe Namath against Dan Marino it's Joe Flacco and Skylar Thompson yeah um you know it is what it is at this point in the season. I mean, this Miami Dolphins season has been one of the most ridiculous ones I've seen in my entire life. The the highs, the lows, back to the highs. If you go by the pattern, the Dolphins went started 3-0, and then went won three games, then lost three games, then won five games, and then lost five games. The pattern is the Miami Dolphins win this weekend. Honestly, I have no idea what to expect. Um, I think the Miami Dolphins should beat the the, the New York Jets, but I also thought the, the Miami Dolphins should have beaten the New England Patriots, should have beaten the Green Bay Packers. I mean, with at this point, I'm confident, but I, I honestly would not be surprised either way. I think Skylar Thompson has the potential to put together a victory. I think... It's a blessing that Mike White played through his rib injury and, and not a blessing that he got hurt again. But, uh, you know, it's I think what I'm saying there is I, I, I'm, I'd i rather go up against Joe Flacco than I would go up against um, uh, Mike White. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the Miami Dolphins, it's it's do or die. I, I don't see a shot. I don't see a prayer that the New England Patriots <clears throat> beat the Buffalo Bills this week. I really think it's win and you're in. And it just comes down to playing complimentary football. The Miami Dolphins have to have to be together on offense. The defense has to step up. And the special teams, our special teams unit has been so bad this entire season. Jason Sanders can't make a kick over 50 yards to save his life. We've allowed uh, long returns. We have to have all three units playing together. And Mike McDaniel has to coach a good football game. We've seen too many bad play calls for Mike McDaniel. We have to establish the run. We have to have quick passes. Get the ball out of Skylar Thompson's hands. Get it into your playmakers. The reason why the Miami Dolphins were so successful at the beginning and first half of this football season was because they got the ball in their playmakers' hands. Obviously, that was Tua throwing the football instead of Skylar Thompson. Now we have... um, his his name has already has already slipped me, but Cheetah. Who? No, not no, not Cheetah. Um, oh my goodness, this is how irrelevant he is to me. But the quarterback the Dolphins just signed. Um, uh, Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. Yeah, gosh. You can't blame me for forgetting Mike Lennon, but now we have Mike Lennon apparently as our backup quarterback this week. It all it comes down to is playing complimentary football. The Dolphins are the better team. The Dolphins should win this week. The Bills will beat the, the New England Patriots this week. It just comes down to taking care of business. I'm sick of it as a Dolphins fan. I'm sick of it coming down to the last week of the season. I've seen it happen, and I've seen it go wrong time and time again. I'm hoping and I'm praying that this is the time 
that the Miami Dolphins do not let me down and we lock up a playoff spot. But all there is is to play the game. Yeah, and the problem is the playoff, it doesn't matter what happens to you. You've got to win and then have Buffalo beat New England. That's not something that bothers me, though. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, if you think, no matter what happens Saturday night, whether the Chiefs win or not, if you think for a second that the Buffalo Bills are not going to be playing as hard as they can for their brother, DeMar Hamlin, who just went down, I understand that they might not be playing for anything position-wise, and and there could be a neutral field in in the championship game and all this and all that. But those guys are going to go out. I guarantee, you know, I mean, DeMar Hamlin FaceTimed his team. He spoke to his team this morning in in an unbelievable recovery. And you know that those guys are fired up to to go in a home game against a division rival. The Bills want to beat the Patriots. The Bills want to end their season on a, on a victory, just like the Jaguars didn't want to rest their starters last week. They want to have that momentum. You got to have that momentum going to the playoffs, and they have everything to play for. I don't care about playoff positioning. They have everything to play for, and that's for DeMar Hamlin. The New England Patriots are not going to beat the Buffalo Bills this week. It's not even going to be close. As long as it's not 90-mile-per-hour wins like last year, right? Yeah, but I, I think the Patriots got worse and the Bills. I mean, I don't know if the Bills necessarily got better, but, um, <clears throat> you know. I think I'd rather have Josh Allen than uh, Mac Jones and his receivers, but that's just me. I would have to agree with you there. But, um, you know, all that matters is is Saturday and Sunday, and uh, we're gonna have a lot more answers going into uh, Monday and Tuesday, and uh, the start of the playoffs. So I'm excited to see it. Oh, by the way, we could see some potential history this Sunday because Justin Jefferson is 194 yards away from breaking Megatron's single season receiving yard record, but. Minnesota could be in a position where the Vikings are likely not playing for much on this weekend. Would you play Jefferson and would you go for the record? Absolutely. I mean, I was gonna say I was gonna say absolutely. Um I think you play Jefferson again. It, it goes back to what I was telling you personally and, and what I said just a minute ago about the Jaguars. I you can an NFL player can get hurt at any moment in time. We saw it with Demar Hamlin; that was a routine football play, and and a tragedy occurred. We see players get hurt in practice all the time. It is a dangerous sport. These men know when they sign those contracts that they are taking a risk. And and this is how, this has nothing to do with Demar Hamlin. Please don't cancel me for anything. I'll, I I will get to it, but. You cannot go into a football game scared. I I mean, if you, I don't know, if, you, if, if you're undefeated and you really want to get your guys a little bit of extra rest or whatever, or you know that you are in a good place, you know, if your team has looked practically perfect or practically flawless going towards the playoffs, which doesn't happen, then maybe you can rest your starters. But other than that, if you have had any signs of weakness throughout the season, which the Minnesota Vikings had primarily um, on defense, but they've been they've been held to low scores throughout the season. You have to have that cont- continuity. You have to have that repetition. You have to get those reps, and you have to have that consistency and 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 just that that 
that motivation. You got to keep up the fight. You got to keep up the drive. It's a, it's a hard football. It's a hard game football. It, it, it takes a lot of mental strength. It takes a lot of physical strength. I think taking over, take sitting, Jamar, sitting Justin Jefferson would, you, you want him to stay in game shape. You want him to stay ready. You want him to get that, 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 that fire for, for playing football. I think you, you play him. I think he could break the record. I was thinking Tyreek Hill was going to break that record this season. Unfortunately, that didn't necessarily happen, but um, you know, I, I think you play him. You play your players. You want them to stay consistent. You want them to stay uh, to, to have that momentum going into the playoffs. Uh, that's a real that's a real interesting question because to me, part of me wants to play, wants to see him get the record, but then I'm like, I don't want him spraining an ankle and missing next week's game. Yeah, but he could sprain an ankle walking to the bathroom. I mean, okay, 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 really? You never know. I've seen crazier things. Chad Pennington had a season-ending injury before he played for the Dolphins because he, t- he tore a ligament, I think, playing pickup basketball. I mean, I understand that's not walking to the bathroom, but you know, any—I mean, you can't—you can't be scared being an NFL athlete. It's—it's—it's. It's, it's, it, it happens. I mean, injuries happen every day. I hurt my knee going skiing. Thankfully, it wasn't too bad. But you know, does that mean I'm not—I'm not going to go skiing the next time I go up there? Of course not. I. I you know, I think obviously I'm not making millions of dollars. The Super Bowl's not on the line. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But you can get hurt at practice. You can get hurt any day of the week. Get the man the record. And and another thing that you know I've been seeing going around a lot lately is you always see at the end of re- of the regular season players trying to get their incentives. Whether you, you know if if a player has six catches to get a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus, if a guy has seventy yards to get a a five hundred thousand dollar bonus, those coaches love getting them that. Those quarterbacks love getting those guys those incentives. I mean, when you have a chance to break the single season wide receiver yard yardage record in the NFL, I I don't know how you look at Justin Jefferson and say, no, we're not going to give you that opportunity. Hey, did you see Kenny Galladay? Did you see uh, Kenny Galladay's? Uh... Yeah, yeah. How many like you see needs? A hundred and something catches on Sunday, too. Like 75. 75, gotcha. <laughs> I also saw that Kenny Galladay, as of, as of where we are now, has made $7 million per catch he's had this, this season. How many catches? I don't know the number. I don't know his contract. I don't know how many catches he had, but I know for a fact seven million dollars a catch he's had this season. So like, so uh, he, so I think Mahomes caught a pass from himself last week. So like Kenny Galladay, Pat Mahomes with like roughly the same amount of catches this year. It's it's, and and the Giants have. have we're one of the last, I mean, have been one of the better. I mean, obviously it hasn't been a perfect season for the Giants, but the Giants have looked good for a lot of this season. So it's, it, I mean, the NFL is a crazy place, man. Okay. So Kenny Galladay has had four receptions, 10 targets, 51 yards on the season. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, that's, so, that's not what you want. So, how do you think the final playoff? Well, AFC, we, we we don't even know like who's hosting. 
Right. But how do you think the final playoffs spots will go? Start with the NMC because it's a little easier. Right. Uh, for the NFC, I mean, the Eagles clinch home field advantage with a win. If, if they win, they clinch. Or if Dallas loses and San Francisco loses. The 49ers clinch home field advantage through the playoff through the NFC playoffs with a win and an Eagles loss. And the Cowboys clinch home field advantage through the NFC playoffs with a win and an Eagles loss and a San Francisco loss. Honestly, the Eagles have the Giants, the 49ers have the Cardinals. I think the 49ers, obviously, I, I, I'm confident in the 49ers to win that game. Eagles Giants is, I think. I think it's going to be closer than people think. I think the Giants are going to put up a fight this week, even though even though they're sitting everyone. I know the the Giants are resting everyone, but it's going to be. I'm telling you, we're going to see some crazy things this weekend, Dylan. We're going to see some things you're not going to expect, and I think it's going to be closer than you think. But I do think the Eagles will end up with that number one seed and lock up home field. Um, are you matching me there? Uh, Philly, Philly's going to beat New York because the Giants aren't playing anyone. San Francisco's going to beat Arizona because Arizona's not playing anyone. Minnesota won't be playing for much. Not sure why Tampa would even play Brady and Evans, especially after last week. And then Dallas won't be playing, probably won't be playing for anything after like 5.30 or so. Giants won't be playing for anything. I think the big question is who gets the last NFC wildcard spot Exactly, and and that's going to be Green Bay because I think the Packers beat the Lions. It's going to be it's. Uh, you really think Jared Goff's going to beat Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau? I think not. And by the way, I don't think Seattle will even be in playoff contention because I'm predicting the Rams to win on Sunday. Wow. All right, you heard it here first. You know, I I am a little bit more. I think that Green Bay Packers Detroit Lions game is going to be one of the games of the weekend. I I, I think yes, Jared. When you when you think Jared Goff versus Aaron Rodgers, obviously, especially with the way the Green Bay Packers have been playing lately, but also the Detroit Lions. I love Dan Campbell. I love Javon. Uh, not I almost said Javante Williams. Jamal Williams. I think the Detroit Lions have an incredible run going. I think it's an incredible story, and and Aaron Rodgers. I mean. The Green Bay Packers are hot. They've they've been on a big win streak, and but so have the Detroit Lions. I think it's a great football game. Yes, it's in Lambeau. Yes, you have to give the edge to the Packers at Lambeau Field. But I I am so excited for that football game. I think it's going to be so much fun. Both teams are trying to make the playoffs. It's the last week of the season. I I don't know. I I I think I give the edge to the Packers, but I could see. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions win. I I I don't know. It's going to be, you know, you say that the, that the Seahawks are going to lose to the Rams. The Lions clinch the playoffs with a win and a lot in a Seattle loss. I mean, there's so many different options, but I'm just excited to watch it, man. But as far as, you know, the NFC definitely has um, a little bit more of a straightforward uh, understanding. As far as the AFC goes, we know with the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game, Home field advantage, the one seed, the two seed, the three seed, it is a complete mess right now. When it comes to the last seed, the clinch, obviously uh, the, the the Patriots have, have the seventh spot now. The Dolphins, I think, are, are probably, I would have to say, the favorites to, to clinch that last spot. What do you see coming in the AFC playoff picture? 
Uh, I see Kansas City win tomorrow night, but it's not going to be easy. The Raiders play Kansas City tough. We saw it early in the year. I think week five, Vegas should have and probably could have and probably should have won that game. Uh, I think Buffalo beats New England. I think Cincinnati beats Baltimore, especially because Lamar is out again. I have no idea what to expect in Jacksonville. I think I think LA gets the five seed, but I don't see. But I see Denver winning that game because the Chargers may not have anything to play for at four twenty five. I think Baltimore gets the six seed, and then I have no idea what to expect for the seven. By the way, uh, Cleveland will beat Pittsburgh. You think so? Yes. Something in my heart is telling me if I had to put money on it. It's interesting you say that because my original thought, and because I'm a Dolphins fan and because I've seen it happen so many times before, I don't see New England beating Buffalo at all. I've said it three times on this podcast, so at least I'm going to say it again. There's no shot that the Patriots beat the Bills. But just because I've seen it so many times, I'm scared the Dolphins lose this game. And I was surprised when I saw the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers odds to make the playoffs. I honestly thought it was going to be a little bit higher. I think the Steelers beat the Browns. And I think the Steelers, honestly, looking at the playoff situation right now, I wouldn't be that terrified of what I'm looking at. I mean... The Dolphins have lost, I mean, both the Dolphins and the Jets have lost five games in a row. So it really is a toss up. You're playing two third string quarterbacks. But if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm looking up and I'm seeing the Patriots playing one of the best teams in the conference, the Dolphins and the Jets, and really a pick them. And then you, you just got to beat the Cleveland Browns. I mean, we haven't seen much from Deshaun Watson. Uh, and, and I, you, you know, the Steelers have been looking better. I, I think the Steelers actually have a decent shot. I think they have a better shot than I think a lot of people are are, are, are giving them. And, I mean, obviously, I want the Dolphins to win. I, I, I like to think the Dolphins will win on Sunday, but I have no idea, man. I just can't wait to watch these football matchups. Uh, Pittsburgh's won two highly emotional games, and now they may, and now facing Cleveland. By the way, Deshaun finally looked like Deshaun last week against a really good, desperate Washington team, so it's going to be a wild, crazy week 18, as we both remember from last year, as Kevin Garnett would say, anything's possible! (laughs) You're right, man. I mean, this is the exciting time. I'm telling you, I said it earlier, we're going to see some crazy things this weekend. We're going to see things that no one is going to see coming. We're going to see some unexpected games. And I like, I mean, I keep saying it, but I'm just so excited for football this weekend. It's week 18. We're not talking week 17. We're talking week 18. Playoffs on the line. Win or go home for a lot of these teams. And I mean, it's it's going to be a fun football weekend. Yep. So, good luck, Alex. Hopefully your Dolphins and my Jags will be in the playoffs because I can imagine people biting their fingernails on South Beach and in Duval County this weekend because it's going to be crazy. Yeah, good luck to you, Jaguars, Dylan. Uh, It's been a pleasure to be back on the show. It's nice to be back down in Florida. And uh, you know what it is, Dylan. Fins all the way up, baby. Last regular season game of the year. Let's go.